0: the professional's choice counter girls and guys deserve a lot of respect in this industry too because we can't function without their help so that being said this podcast is sponsored by the master group master has exploded across canada from the east to the west branches popping up everywhere guys so check out master.ca and give them some love What's up, guys? So on this podcast, I'm going to take you through the evacuation process of a 75-ton circuit on a chiller. Now, we've talked about evacuation before on the podcast. I've posted tons of stuff about it. And this chiller here, we pulled all the gas out, like 227 pounds of R22. All right, we changed the compressor, we changed a bunch of valves, and then we had to pull a vacuum. All right. Now, I wasn't going to dick around pulling a vacuum on this. So I went true blue hoses, big biggest hose that I've got, 12 CFM vacuum pump, pulling out cores, putting the micron gauge on the right spot in an upright position. We're going to talk about all of that. Okay. So I, I extracted the audio from the YouTube video so you can listen to it. As you're driving and then if you're interested in reading a little bit more about it and watching the video and a couple other videos I'm gonna leave the article link in the podcast notes the article will have a write-up of evacuation and a write-up of the actual job it'll have a video of the job and a couple other videos I threw in there just to go along with the whole series of pulling a vacuum on a system using cores larger diameter hoses and all that jazz so I hope you enjoy guys this is the HVAC know-it-all podcast I'm your host Gary McCready welcome to the HVAC know-it-all podcast recorded from a basement somewhere in Toronto Canada your host and HVAC tech Gary McCready will take you on a deep dive into the industry discussing all things HVAC from storytelling to technical discussion enjoy the show As you guys can see, we have a large chiller here, there's a trio of compressors. We are going to pull a vacuum on the system, we removed the gas, did some repair work, and now we have to pull a vacuum. Now in order to pull an efficient vacuum on a system, it's best to go from system straight to pump and not through gauges because gauges provide leak points, quarter inch hoses provide restrictions and so does Schrader core, so we're going to go through the steps on how to pull a quick effective vacuum and a more efficient vacuum on a system this size. It's 100% advisable to use larger hoses than quarter-inch hoses because the quarter-inch hoses do provide a restriction and it will take your evacuation much longer. Now we have the true blue hoses here from AccuTools and here are all the stainless steel clamps. We have some core removal tools. So we're going to set this up in a T formation so we can grab the suction and discharge side of the system and tee it back to the vacuum, directly to the pump. So I'm gonna put this together, and you guys can see how it all goes into one piece. Okay, so I have some of this assembly put together. We have a stainless steel tee and some clamps. These just go on hand-tight, nothing past that, okay? Uh, We don't wanna over-tighten these. as you start to pull a vacuum, these things actually seal up much better as you pull a vacuum. So to make sure we're doing this correctly, each fitting, we need to make sure that we have a seal there like that, and then it just goes on and then we apply the clamp, okay? The other thing I want to mention is there's a few different sizes that comes with the kit. Now, the NAVAC 12 CFM pump we're going to use actually has three different size connection ports. This is a half inch is the biggest one. So we're gonna use the biggest one to get as much flow as possible. So we're gonna go attach this to the T here on the bottom and this assembly will attach to the system. This T will attach to the pump. In order to attach these hoses to the system, we need to apply these quarter inch ports right here. Quarter inch service ports. So these just go on like so. And then again, we use some clamps. Now these clamps that it comes with, these ones are a little bit different. We need to take this bolt out apply the clamp and then put it back together. I'll show you how to do that now. And again, we just go hand tight with these clamps as well. Now this takes a few minutes to set up, but the time it will save you on your evacuation is tremendous. In order to pull a proper vacuum, we need to utilize a micron gauge. This is the Supco VG64OTL, okay? Now, we use this so we know what pressure the system is, and so we know when the evacuation is finished. For years, industry standard has been around 500 microns, so we want to get below that 100% before we add refrigerant back to the system. Now, as you see here, I have a coupling, which is on a bit of an angle here. Now, we want to add this in because we want to keep the micron gauge upright within the system. I'll show you guys how to do that. We want to keep it upright because we don't want any system contaminants getting inside the micron gauge because system contaminants inside the gauge can cause it to read faulty and then we have to go and clean it up. But if we keep it upright we're going to prevent that from happening. A lot of people get confused when we talk about removing the cores out of a system to get them out of the way because cores do cause a restriction and they can cause your vacuum time to be much longer than it needs to be. So in order to do that, we use a core removal tool just like this. Now, when we take it apart, we have this piece. We're gonna remove the core with this piece, and then we're gonna attach the valve assembly, and I'll show you how that gets used in conjunction with the hoses. Okay, so I've loosened this core off. So there it is. We're gonna take the core right out of there, and we're gonna fasten on the valve assembly to that fitting right there. Now, what I like to do is add a little bit of nylog to the fitting and to the assembly. That way I know that it's sealed nice and tight. We're not going to have any leak points where I connect the core removal tool to the fitting right here. So now we have gone straight from the suction side and the discharge side of the system straight to the pump with large diameter hoses. The cores have been removed for any restrictions, okay, and we've applied nylog to the fittings in order to keep that good seal as we pull a vacuum. Now we want to open up these ball valves. Now we had a little bit of snow last night, and some of it's melting, it's melting onto the pump unfortunately, maybe we can try to cover that up with something, but everything's all attached, everything's ready to rock. The only thing we got to do is put our micron gauge on so we can measure the pressure of the evacuation and the performance over time. All right, so we have utilized solenoid magnets on the liquid line and hot gas bypass solenoid to open the system wide. I suggest you guys do this or you can have problems your evacuation, getting all the contaminants out. We have our micron gauge mounted with the coupling, so the micron gauge is upright, and I know it looks down on an angle here, but it's upright from the system. It's not down here. It's not going to collect system contaminants and fill up. We have it upright. Okay, the other thing, if you'll notice, this is on the liquid line, so our vacuum hoses are set up on the discharge and the suction. We have put this right in the middle of the system, so we're going to get a good indication of the system pressure as we're pulling a vacuum. Right, guys, so I've dried the pump up, I have the box over top of it, just water's dripping off, which is keeping it dry for now until the snow melts. What you guys want to do is open the gas ballast up. What that does is it preserves the oil in the pump until we hit the 1500 to 2000 micron level. Once we hit that level, we close the gas ballast up, we allow the oil to start grabbing the contaminants for the final pull-down. All right, so now we're below 2,500 microns. It's been about two hours. So what we're going to do here, we're going to wait till we get below 2,000, close that blank off, allow the system oil to grab those contaminants. Once we get to 500 or below, what we got to do is perform a rise or a decay test. What that is, is we close off the blank offs, the two ball valves on the Schrader core removal tools. We close them off, And watch for a rise on the micron gauge, okay? If we rise and flatten off around 800 to 1,000, it's not a big deal. But if we keep rising up past that, we may have further contaminants in the system we need to remove. What's up guys, just a quick break here. So during that video I was using the Supco VG460TL Micron Gauge and I really enjoyed using it. It's got a magnet strap so you can use a magnet or you can use the coupling that it comes with to keep it upright from the system. Also, it links up to the TechLink app, which is, I believe, was produced by MeasureQuick. It's got MeasureQuick written all over it, so the app it shows you what your, your pull down rate is. It shows you what your micron level is. It's, it's a very cool app and it links up with the micron gauge very, very easily. So the other thing is the Cooling United Live by Foss, the, the virtual trade show they put on back in October, that's all on demand for you guys now. So I'm gonna leave a link so you guys can go register and you guys can go back and consume all of that content for the, those two days that they had the cooling united live trade show going on so let's get back to the podcast okay so we have hit around 1860 so i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna close off this gas ballast now for the remainder of the evacuation all right guys so after about 20 hours of evacuation we're at 945 microns now we did pull a vacuum overnight and the temperatures went below zero degrees Celsius. Now, when you pull a vacuum in cold temperatures, your vacuum pump can struggle. Also, you can have water vapor freeze into small water droplets. Now, this will cause sublimation to happen. The water droplets that are frozen, they will move from a solid to a gas and still move through the system, but it could take longer because of that. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna break this vacuum. All right, we're gonna sweep it with nitrogen. We're gonna change the vacuum pump oil, and we'll see where we're at in a bit, and we might go for a full-on triple sweep of the system. The other thing I'm gonna show you here, guys, is that the evaporator bundle and the receiver, they have heaters here, all right? And we put these heaters in for when the ambient is really, really cold. We had an issue about four years ago. We had a polar vortex, and we could not build pressure in this chiller. So we put heaters in, and we set them up so that they would come on in low ambient conditions to raise the pressure of the system. Now, what I did was, is I set these up and I turned them on. I turned the heaters on. You can feel the heat here, or you can check it with an amp an amp probe. Now, since I've done that, we have dropped 15 microns in about 20 minutes. So we're adding heat back into the system, which seems to be dropping that micron level a little bit quicker. Also, the ambient's warming up but we're gonna still perform the triple sweep anyway. I will show you guys right now is that I've closed off the ball valve on both of these, and we are gonna look for a decay here or a rise. Now, if that rise were to spike really, really quick, that would show us there's a leak in the system, but if it moves slow upwards and flattens out, it shows us we still have a potential moisture in the system or contamination to pull out. Now, since I've done that, we've gone up 10 microns in a few minutes. So that tells me we don't have a leak because we've sort of flattened out here, but we have more contamination to pull out of the system. So what I did here is I put nitrogen through the system via the discharge line right here, okay? There's my tank there. And just so I know it's flowing through the entire system, I'm relieving that nitrogen right here on the suction side of the system. So we're relieving it right here. That way I know it's flowing through the entire system if potentially there's any frozen water the nitrogen flowing through it is above zero degrees Celsius it's gonna flow by it it's gonna melt it it's gonna take that vapor that water vapor away and it's going to leave the system right here okay once the pressure is relieved there's still a little bit in there we're gonna pull another vacuum and see where we're at at that point We're back after 48 hours, a triple sweep and an oil change, and we are down under 500 microns. I moved the micron gauge from the liquid line because I wanted to check it in a different spot as well. So I also put it over here at the compressor, and now we're at 335. Sorry, the lighting's bad there. So we're under that 500. We're gonna perform a quick rise test by closing off the ball valves. Make sure we don't rise up and we flatten out. Then we're good to put the gas back in the system. Okay, So we've sort of leveled off here around 480. So our ball valves are closed. So our rise test indicates that we're pretty good. So we're gonna go ahead and charge this system up. We wanna add this refrigerant very strategically to get as much in as we can before we start the machine up. There's the receiver over there. We wanna put liquid in, we wanna fill the receiver, we wanna fill the liquid line right here. This line here, comes from the condenser. This drop down line from the condenser, that's not actually a liquid line, that's called the condensate line because it's coming from the condenser and it's entering the receiver. This here is the liquid line, the outlet of the receiver. Alright, so we want to, most likely what we're going to do here is put a hose attached to here and we're going to jam liquid in into this line which fi- is going to fill the condenser, it's going to fill the condensate line, the receiver, and the liquid line. We want to do that, and then when we start the machine up to get the remainder in, we're going to charge very slowly and throttle it in so we don't put too much liquid towards these compressors. That is the way we're going to do it, slowly but surely, and we're going to get this thing charged up properly. The system's at a slight positive. You want to take your micron gauge off so you don't damage it. That's very important. The pump is off. These are valved off. We're gonna put the Schrader cores back in and that's it. We pull the vacuum and we put our holding charge in before we start to charge the system up properly. Okay, so now we're gonna put the core back in. Very simple process, okay? Make sure we don't drop it. We fasten this on. We open up the ball valve to the system. We push the stem down. Tighten the core back in so it's nice and snug. And one thing I do here to just check to make sure it's in, I close the ball valve off. Close the ball valve off. Remove that, and slowly open the ball valve back up, just to make sure there's no pressure here. Okay, once we do that, we're good to go to take the rest of the contraption off Okay, so as we can see from that video, pulling a vacuum is not always about two smokes and a coffee like we joke. Sometimes there's a methodical process that needs to be implemented and a little bit of patience and a little bit of time. So if you're pulling down a big system, listen, you have to talk to the customer and say, listen, this is gonna take a while to pull down. We need to put time in for that. Like you don't need to be on site the whole time your vacuum's running and taking up the customer's time you can set it up make sure it's pulling down and then leave and come back and check it when you come back and check it now's your time to change the system oil if it's still not pulled down or perhaps pull a triple sweep if you're having a lot of problems like like I was but eventually we got there that's the main thing and the system was nice and dry before we put the refrigerant in what what I should mention too is that system had acid it was the oil was very acidic um, upon the repairs that we were doing So what we did is we put in a uh, couple of dryer cores, like the removable ones that you can remove from the shell. We put in the ones that end in HH, basically that remove, um, if you have a burnout or whatever, it helps remove acid from the system. We put some acid neutralizer in, and then after it ran for a little bit, I went back and did another oil analysis, and that that acidity went from highly acidic to moderately acidic. So I gotta go back again and recheck it. And if it's still moderately acidic, we're probably going to have to do some more cleanup on that system. Or not probably, but we will. Like per- perhaps change the dryer out again with another acid dryer or use some more neutralizer to neutralize that acid out. Or, or perhaps do a full-on oil change. We'll, we'll see where we're at once we get to that point. But as you can see, there's there's processes involved in all this stuff we do. It's not just, it's not just bing, bang, boom, like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. We, we have to think about what we're doing on each and every job. All right, so that concludes it, guys. So go check out the article, which contains the videos. And if you guys are enjoying the podcast, enjoying the content that, that I'm putting out here, I would love it if you guys would take two seconds of your time and just fill out a rating on Spotify, on w- whatever platform you're on, on, on Apple. Apple seems to be the, the, the big one where the majority of the listens are coming from. So if you can go on Apple or Spotify and, and write a review... Five stars would be awesome. No, but be honest, guys. Be honest for sure. Write a review if you can do that for me. I would really, really appreciate it. And thank you again to the Master Group for sponsoring the podcast, guys. Check out master.ca for more info. But I'm out. Happy HVAC. Hope you enjoyed the show. Follow HVAC Know It All on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and anywhere else Gary feels like popping up. This has been a Two Smokes and a Coffee production.